When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. I hate you all right now, forever and ever. Welcome to the best show on your radio. I think it is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. Got Chad Brown in for Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman, presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80, and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Chad, I wish we were in the same studio right now. Because I will literally have you kill each and every one of those guys over there. When because of Devin Kane, Shannon Penn. I got to leave Nick Cardi out of that because Nick Cardi's on the show today. He was a part of it yesterday. We had the caller calling in. I shared a story a while ago, which is a true story, by the way. It's, a, it's not fiction. It's a fact about you know girl in a bar, not the most attractive girl, really, really nice. And I made up this story about, you know, I'm not into you, but my twin brother Carlos is into you. <laughs> And I go into the bathroom, I dry shave my beard and everything, come out with a hat and completely fooled her and everything like that from that standpoint. So these criminals, known as Shannon Penn and Devin Kane, decided to make a promo out of that when a guy called in yesterday and pulled the prank on me, did me a little, a little punk situation by saying, that was my wife. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So if you were here, I would have you kill those guys right now. I really would. You know, the, the brotherhood between you and I, Freddie, is so strong. Absolutely, I would uh, I would help you out with Thank that. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. You're the only one on my side. You and Doug Brown, our sports and the anchor, are the only guys on our side today. Only guys on my side right now. It wouldn't take Chad Long, I- I'm afraid to say. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying it wouldn't be a fight, it'd be a misunderstanding? <laughs> 100%. Sorry, Mr. Brown. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I know Shannon's awful quiet back there. Awful quiet back there, Shannon Penn. Yeah, Shannon's like, uh, mm-mm. Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> Not in it. Oh, my goodness. I can't stand each and every last one of you right now. By the way, you can always stand up to us and be a part of Freddie and Harry Nation. Do that in the Dr. Pepper call in line at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season or Freddie enlisting Chad Brown to kill the rest of his staff without a delicious taste of an ice cold Dr. Pepper. It is the one fans deserve. So now we got that thing out the way. Let's get to the main thing, the main thing. 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 The main thing with Freddie and Harry. Now we kick off the NFL week when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys, a red hot offensive team. And the Seattle Seahawks, not a red-hot football team. This game being played in Jerry's world, in Dallas. Chad, they are a nine-and-a-half-point underdog. The Seattle Seahawks, do you give them any chance of winning this game tonight against that offense playing on the road? And the Seahawks are really beat up from the feet up at a lot of different positions. It's the NFL, so anything can certainly happen, Freddie. But come on, the Cowboys got a 13-game win streak going Dak hasn't been sacked in three games. The first time in his NFL career he's had a three-game period without getting a sack. Things are clicking well, a little bit too well for the Dallas Cowboys. And things uh-huh. are going the wrong direction for the Seattle Seahawks mm-hmm. for me to give Seahawks much of a chance. But it is, as I just said, the NFL. Crazy things happen every single week. I just don't think it's going to be tonight for the Seahawks. The one thing that's in the Seahawks' favor, this has all the makings of a trap game. 
As Lee Corso and Kyle's game day likes to say, this has all the makings of the fox sneaking around the chicken coop, and we're giving all the love over here with this Cowboys offense and Dak Prescott in his last six games. He's completing over 70% of his passes. This team is averaging over 312 yards per game, passing the football, 18 touchdowns, two interceptions, 35.5 points per game. I've seen this before, Chad. I'm not saying the Seahawks are going to win. They're going to pull the upset. But this smells fishy, especially regarding that team that it seems that in previous years, Chad, when we had a lot of flowers being thrown at the Dallas Cowboys, the next thing you know, they're pushing up daisies and people are worried about this team getting into the playoffs. I just sense a serious, serious trap game tonight involving these two. I could see that with this being a Thursday night game and the Cowboys having a extended weekend off after the Thursday night game with the Giants coming up. I'm sorry, not Giants, the Eagles coming up. Mm -hmm. The focus could be on the Eagles. Mm -hmm. The focus could be on their weekend plans. Um, You know, there's going to be some photos of maybe some guys down in Cabo or something. Oh, no. So these kinds (laughs) of things happen this time of the year where, yes, it it lends a little bit more credence to the possibility of a trap game. But uh, you know what? I think the Cowboys have heard enough from fans like yourself and last time i was on the show some fans i bumped into the day that mm-hmm. i was getting the show my barber talking about i'm a cowboy fan yeah but they got to show it to me okay not during the regular season they're uh. going to show it to me when they get a playoff run so these cowboys i think are focused on a the bigger picture of it and are right. not going to be derailed by a couple day extra weekend or a game against the eagles coming up i think they're going to be focused for the seahawks tonight. what's the name of your barber by the way uh, his name is Jose. He's got seven kids. He's a really nice guy. Real, seven kids? No wonder seven he's kids. a barber. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just need that time alone from the family. Right. you got about seven kids. By the way, we're calling it Got to See It Weekend in the National Football League. And mm. you mentioned about the Dallas Cowboys and your barber, Jose, saying, I know my team is good, but Jerry Jones, Cowboys owner on his radio show, 105.3 The Fan in Dallas earlier this week, he has that kind of trap game feeling about him and his team tonight playing Seattle. The team, the players, they've got to focus on who they're in front of out here thirsty. And the stretch is just that. It's important to have us all on top of thinking about what if. But the real deal is how. How do you look at it? You have to look at it over executing on Thursday. And I promise you right now, those players don't have anything on their mind about the next game. They're studying every move they make in front of them, getting themselves ready. That's the way you have to approach. If you let your mind wander ahead and look at a Philadelphia or look at anybody way ahead, uh, you'll have a Arizona on your hands, which we lost that game. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Chad, this one you know we're in a bizarre world in 2023. When Jerry Jones is the voice of reason for the Dallas Cowboys, that's when you know we are in a bizarro, bizarro world. Because in previous years, he would be talking Super Bowl, and we got the components, and we oh, we got the players, oh, we got the team, we got the mentality, we got the attitude. Uh-uh, I don't know who this Jerry Jones is. I don't know what diabolical chamber he came out from, but that Jerry Jones, being the voice of reason, everything is completely, completely bizarre right now in the NFL and right now the Dallas Cowboys. But I think Jerry Jones, he recognizes while uh-huh. there's a certain polish to this team, is there a little bit of fool's gold at the same time? Because all eight of the Cowboys' victories have come against teams that are currently mm-hmm. sporting losing records. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think he's recognizing the this team can't be too full of themselves because right. – there is a little bit of fool's gold to this, and there still mm. is a bit for them to prove. Right. And if they get a little too far ahead of themselves saying they don't need to prepare for the Seahawks, they can take this Thursday night game uh, lightly, then, yes, they could find themselves on the losing. So Jerry Jones's words, while a rare bit of truth from Jerry Jones, are certainly meant not for public consumption but also meant for the, his locker room as well to recognize that they've got to show up tonight to get this done. I know it's a bizarre world now when Chad Brown is agreeing with Jerry Jones here and Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. I'm Freddie Cobra, Chad Brown here for Harry Douglas on the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 8. I always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio because I'm not going to deny anything you just said. You are spot on exactly that Jerry Jones knows. When you've been a championship-less organization since 1996, you can't all of a sudden get ahead of yourselves. You can throw at him, and I think this is correct, that tonight's an elimination game for Seattle. I know the NFC is not showing the AFC, but they've been trending down, down, down because they're beat up from the feet up, like I said. Their quarterback's hurt. Their running, top running back, Kenneth Walker, the fourth, he's not going to play tonight. This is an elimination game for this football team. Everything is a setup for the Dallas Cowboys, and it could be a setup against the Dallas Cowboys when you know that in these situations before, your team has not been able to step up and be right. They've been fantastic the last six games. But when Jerry Jones is the voice of reason, maybe, just maybe, maybe, just maybe, this could be different for the Dallas Cowboys down the stretch because it gets a lot tougher after tonight's game versus the Seattle Seahawks. It certainly does with the Eagles next week. But, you know, I've been a part of that Seahawks organization. I was an interim mm-hmm. coach out there with Pete Carroll. I know the positive message that he gives to his team. Mm-hmm. And he's going to have that team showing up and believing that whoever has to step in for the injured guys will find ways to play their absolute best football game, that somehow Geno Smith will not be affected by the injury. Pete is going to paint an incredible, beautiful, positive picture mm-hmm. about their team, how they're going to play tonight, and they are going to show up ready to go. Another reason why we're having this conversation, by the way, you can weigh in on it. It, it, Not so much is an elimination game for Seattle. I think we can all assume that that's going to be the case. But uh, are you starting to think differently about the Cowboys? Or are you saying, don't worry, Freddie and Chad, it's going to be the same old, same old. Let us know at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776 because this guy has not been the same old, same old when it comes to Dak Prescott. Even a guy that has not played other than four plays this year, Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee Show. He recognizes that this Dak Prescott is not the same old, same old. He's become one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch. I just love that he's really playing a position. What I mean by that is 
I'm watching them make Ringo calls. So that's protection adjustments against these crazy looks and picking things up. I'm watching them, uh, you know, bring the tight end back in against a zero pressure and throw an old concept we used to run for a touchdown to CeeDee Lamb in the back end zone. I'm watching him use his cadence uh, beautifully and and uh, and get into this rhythmic here we go into like uh, dummy, using it as a dummy sometimes, doing it twice into like other cadences. I mean, I've, the last four or five weeks I've gotten to see more of their games and I just want to say like, He's playing a position in a really impressive way. That's code for if there was an MVP conversation, you have to put Dak Prescott in the middle of MVP conversation. Some circles may say, Chad, he could be the leader in the MVP conversation right now. You can make a case for him. My personal belief is the MVP happened right now. My MVP right now is Jalen Hurts of Philadelphia Eagles. But I'm not going to say that if somebody makes a case for Dak Prescott, that they're entirely, entirely out of their mind, even though they have not played the best of competition. Compared to guys like Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, et cetera. Dak Prescott led the league last year with 15 interceptions. Now he's got six this season. So the turnaround in this play is remarkable. And I think when you're the Dallas Cowboys quarterback, you get an unfair level of criticism, which Dak has certainly suffered from. And then sometimes you get an unfair level of positive press. And I think this conversation about him being the MVP does not strike me as an unfair because you're the Dallas Cowboys guy, whereas Dak Prescott has earned that. But even Dak himself has said, if I'm in that conversation, that means that we, my team, is playing well. And I gave out that stat statistic uh, a little bit earlier in this yeah. segment. Zero sacks the last three games, the first time in Dak's eight years as Dallas Cowboys started that this has happened. Now Aaron Rodgers was just talking about some of the protection moves that Dak has made. But at the same time, you got to give credit to their offensive line as well. They've got to show up and do their job. So Dak is benefiting from this Cowboys team starting to gel and come together at the right time. But I certainly think he is has to be in this MVP conversation. And if you look at the, his numbers versus Jalen Hurts' numbers, okay. Dak's numbers are way better than Jalen's. Yeah, because he's playing better. And that's not just a numbers thing. That's an overall quarterback thing. And, yeah, Jalen Hurts is compromised that left knee injury. He still goes out there. He makes play after play after play. And you look at their numbers so far this year. Jalen Hurts close to 2,700 passing yards, 18 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. He's rushed 400, 410 yards and 11 touchdowns. Dak Prescott on the other side, close to 3,000 yards passing, 2,935 to be exact, 23 touchdowns, six interceptions, and he has 151 rushing yards and two touchdowns. The problem that I have with not the conversation or that Dak Prescott's in the conversation because even Dak Prescott, the Cowboys quarterback, he wants no part of this. What I say to myself is I, really, I haven't done shit, You know what I mean? It's um, regular season. Numbers are great. We're getting wins. That's, what, that's what's most important. But at the end of the day, we're trying to stack and – keep growing this team to make sure that we're getting better each and every week. Anytime that they've needed Jalen Hurst to make a play against top flight competition because of the way his schedule is broken up for the Philadelphia Eagles, we've seen him do it. He single-handedly led them back against the Kansas City Chiefs on that rainy, rainy Monday night. Then another rainy Sunday night. He did not play well early. He was You could say he was garbage in the first half when it comes to Jalen Hurts. But when they really needed in the second half, he was able to step up and put his team on the, those broad shoulders of his and lead them through. Not saying that Dak Prescott can't do it, but if he's going to do it, to me it starts tonight because that's when the schedule gets critical. You got Seattle, you got Buffalo, you got Philadelphia, you got those the Dolphins, you got those teams in the coming weeks. If he's going to really have people convinced that he should be that guy or that he can be that guy, that's when he really has to be the Dak Prescott we've seen in the last six games for the Dallas Cowboys. 
I, I yeah, I have, he has to continue to show up, no doubt about that. But when you've got five home games, you're undefeated at home, and you've won all those games by 20-plus points, yeah, and you're the Dallas Cowboys quarterback, yeah, I, I think the MVP conversation is going to follow those kind of stats and those kind of numbers. So there's still some time left. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a dark horse could it can emerge with this, but I, but I think you have to have Dak in that conversation as of today that, uh, yes, he, he should, in my mind, at least a top three candidate for the MVP. One of our favorites is Roy the Truck Driver. He wants to weigh in on this on Freddie and Harry. with Chad Brown in for Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio. Thanks to the Dr. Pepper call in line at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. Big Roy, my friend, what you got? Fellas, fellas, look, they ought to kill Seahawks. Shouldn't be no reason why they can't. As long as the coach realizes, man, I made a mistake, I should let Dak just play the way he plays. He a little slow. CeeDee Lamb been there all year. Why are you just now using them? You use your best people. Should always be using your best people. I don't get it. Dak is good, but something's been missing. And listen, Freddie, uh, day before yesterday, I met this lady at Walmart. Uh-oh. She saw my jersey. Uh-huh. She said, um, what you got that jersey on for? I said, oh, wait a minute. Wait. I said, who you like? She said, I'm an Eagle fan. I said, you know what? We're going to beat y'all's butt. You just wait a minute. We're going to get you. Just keep on playing with us. We're going to get them. <laughs> I'm glad that Roy and that young lady didn't get a chance to get into it in the parking lot and have the police show up. So I'm glad that somebody showed some restraint as far as that goes. But to his point, why would it take the Cowboys that Sunday night getting destroyed by San Francisco for Mike McCarthy to say, you know what? Instead of building this offense around Tony Pollard, may I need to build this offense and play calling around the quarterback and CeeDee Lamb and other weapons out there? Because, Chad, he was steadfast. Got to protect the defense. Got to protect our quarterback. Got to run the football. And everybody's thinking, if you have Derrick Henry, that might make sense. But you don't. It took for the Cowboys to get pasted that Sunday night, Chad. For Mike McCarthy, they said, you know what? Maybe, just maybe. I mean, you need to give the guys the ball the better playmakers, and that offense has been trending that way ever since. It took a loss for Mike McCarthy to get out of his own way and get out of Dak Prescott's way. All right, in Mike McCarthy's defense here, last year they let Kellen Moore go. Mike McCarthy becomes the play caller. So Mike McCarthy spends the entire offseason formulating this plan. And when you come up with a plan that you've worked on for months and months and months, whether it's notes at home, whether it's the whiteboard at the office, whether it's talking to Jerry Jones, you've come up with this plan. This is how this offense is going to look. Okay. Do you abandon seven, eight months of work? No, you don't. You stick to it. The plan is solid. We've come up with a great plan. I've consulted all these people. (laughs) And so this is the trap that coaches get into. They are so invested Mm -hmm. in the plan that they are unwilling to recognize what is clear in front of them. Yeah, and to have a guy as talented as C.D. Lamb and have him underutilized, what are you doing, Mike McCarthy? Yes, Tony Pollard is explosive, but he's not a Derrick Henry game in, game out, 140-plus you know, yards kind of guy. So the plan mm-hmm. was flawed, but once you started making that plan the sole focus, right. you got so far down the road that you weren't able to go back and ask the initial question was, was this plan actually good? So this is a trap that coaches often fall into. This is why coaches sometimes are two or three or even four games behind the fans as far as the general opinion because the coach is saying, I'm trying to execute my plan mm-hmm. versus the fan or versus you and I who are easily able to go, hey, that's CeeDee Lamb. You should throw the ball to him. 
That's Dak Prescott. He's an MVP candidate. You should lean on him. It seems so easy for us to see, but they're so deeply invested in the plan they can't. Fair point. Todd in West Virginia, what do you guys say about the Cowboys, about the play to Seahawks tonight, the kickoff, what we like to call gotta see it weekend in the NFL? Say that this is like, sorry, me turn that down. First off, it, it, it kills me. I'm from right outside of Washington, D.C., so anytime I got to talk positive about anybody else in the NFC East, it kills me. Um, <laughs> uh, you said elimination game. For Seattle, definitely. But also, man, I really think this is like a, a moral elimination game for the Cowboys. I mean, obviously, you know, you got to go week to week. We know that playing football growing up. But for them to have any chance, I think, in the postseason, they've got to get the East. And the only way they're going to get the East is if they went out leading up to that Philly game. Um, I don't know what y'all's thoughts are on that. Um, as far as the MVP level, I mean, I think it's scary what Dallas is doing, being so reserved still with Pollard in the backfield. He's not even going to be that beat up when it comes time to week 17, 18. You know what I'm saying? True, true. I, I love the term moral elimination game because that's the only term that can be attached. To, the only team that can have that term attached to the Dallas Cowboys based on previous events. I thought that's spectacular what Todd and West Virginia said. If we're going to say it's an elimination game for Seattle, no doubt about that. But if you're Dallas, you've, you've failed in these moral elimination games before. And now you get a chance where you got the Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, and Lions on the horizon after this game. You lose a game that you have no business losing as a nine-half-point favorite. Once again, to Todd and West Virginia's point, Chad, the Dallas Cowboys will have failed a moral elimination game. Yeah, I, I, I get what Todd is saying, and, and I understand uh, where he's coming from. I, I just don't see it in that way. I don't think this locker room is going to – if they were to stumble against the mm-hmm. Seahawks tonight, I don't think they're going to lose faith. They're not going to be morally out of it. They're not going to be dejected and have to, you know – fighting it back for two or three games to get back on the winning side of things. I think this team is strong enough. I think they recognize that they have some good things in front of them. Sure. That the ultimate goal is not about winning a game against the Seahawks on Thursday. It's about a deep playoff run. Mm-hmm. And if we stumble tonight, that goal of a deep playoff run is still out there in front of us. The best part about what you just said, and I hope you're correct, I guess I got some PTSD as a Dallas Cowboys fan from seeing them fail in these situations. This is a different locker room. It's more of early on, it was, it was Micah Parsons' locker room. Right. It is now Dak Prescott and Micah Parsons' locker room because those are the two leaders. Having those two guys could be that difference in what could be a potential moral elimination game for the Cowboys playing tonight as a nine-half-point favorite at home against the Seattle Seahawks. Keep weighing in. Who is your NFL MVP right now? Let us know at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. And you can also weigh in on which team has more to prove on Sunday. The 49ers or the Philadelphia Eagles in Philly? They're really, 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 really good. And find out who said that about his opponent after this from Vivid Seats. If you have not been to an NFL game yet this year, well, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Well, Vivid Seats wants to end that wait. They have your back for all your ticket needs. You can see every tackle, every touchdown, every play. You can do that live and in person with great deals on great seats. Plus, with Vivid Seats Rewards, you earn rewards with every purchase, and we love those extra rewards. They're here for us as fans. That's why they offer unbeatable rewards like surprise seat upgrades, free tickets, and more. So don't wait any longer. Just visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN. Hey, it's Michelle Smallman. Coming up Friday, it's championship weekend in college football. I'll tell you who wins and why. It's Unsportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. 
This is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. He's Chad Brown in for Harry Douglas. Joining me, Freddie Coleman on Freddie and Harry on the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80. And I always tell you, smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Let us know right now, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. On this Gotta See It weekend in the National Football League that kicks off tonight between the Dallas Cowboys at home, taking on the Seattle Seahawks. Who would be your NFL MVP right now? I asked Chad that question. We want to hear from you at 888-729-3776. Because many people believe, Chad, if they had a vote, this guy named Jalen Hurts to the Eagles, he would be the NFL MVP if the season ended today, if you had an MVP vote right now. As they get ready to play the San Francisco 49ers, you don't have to tell them the obvious, but he stated it anyway about playing that team. They're really, 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 really good defense. Um, they have great players at um, every position on that D-line, very elite players. We have to be ready for that challenge. Yeah, they're going to be ready for the challenge, especially – when the 49ers have been mouth almighty tongue everlasting about being that kind of challenging team. They've let it be known, Chad, since last year in that NFC Championship game, last season, excuse me, that, man, if we had our guy, if we had our quarterbacks, our guys wouldn't have beaten us like that in Philly. They have let it be known that if Purdy, Brock Purdy was healthy, it would have been a different story. I can't wait to see exactly how both of these teams who who do not mind having a conversation Bring that conversation to the table at 425 Eastern Time in Philadelphia on Sunday. Man, I am looking forward to this one. This is going to be a, a great ball game. Uh, yeah, I can understand how the 49er players would say that. That's what you say when you get beat and you're missing your guy. If we had had our guy, I've actually said that on the field myself. Oh, man, yeah? if, my, if my ankle wasn't hurt, man, I'd be destroying you right now. But the reality is your Who, guy got oh, knocked out. Hold on and, a second. Who are you saying that to? I was saying that to offensive tackles. <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't have this Liz Frank injury, I'd be destroying you right now. But the reality is, is I had the Liz Frank, and he was dominating me. And the reality is, it was Kyle Shanahan's hubris yeah. last year that got Brock Purdy hurt. Because when Hassan Riddick uh, blasted Brock Purdy, mm-hmm. he put a tight end on Hassan Riddick. And as a pass rusher, I would feel disrespected by that. We are the only team in NFL history to have four dudes with 10-plus sacks in a regular season, and you put a tight end on me? Yeah, I'm going to destroy your quarterback to show you what's up. So the 49ers can talk that trash, but the reality is it wasn't like some fluky kind of thing. A coaching decision put all that into action. One of the things about that, I'm glad you said that, when it comes to Brock Purdy bearing the, bearing the brunt of the sins of the head coach when it comes to Kyle Shanahan and that kind of play call. Because you could clearly see in last year's game that the Eagles felt disrespected, that they were tired of him about the 49ers defense being a better defense than theirs, and the Eagles players were saying, man, wait a minute, didn't we lead the NFL in sacks? Weren't we the ones that getting were getting after quarterbacks and doing that whole thing? They came into that game with an attitude, and they took it out of the offense of the San Francisco 49ers. I can't wait to see exactly if the 49ers defense will have a chance to bring that attitude. It's one thing for Debo Samuel to stand on it by saying, I said what I said because he believes that the, 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 um, Bradbury, the cornerback, is trash because he's feeling that way. Now he's going to have his quarterback back on Sunday. But I can't wait to see exactly the attitude, the way the Eagles brought it that, that Sunday in the NFC Championship game, if the 49ers can bring that attitude because I know the Eagles are going to match anything that the 49ers are going to try to bring up. 
part of the 49ers whole scheme their whole culture is the the energy and the attitude that they bring when they show up on the field you know they're walking down the uh hallway ready to take the field and uh-huh. Trent williams got the big boom box yeah. on his shoulder i mean there's just so much swag we you don't think the 49ers is that kind of team but that's really who they are behind the scenes it's all energy it's all passion it's all flat bill hats from kyle shanahan it's all the mm. cool stuff um, you know, before Mike McDaniels left there, I popped my head into his office when I was doing an internship out there. He had a whole wall full of Jordans. There's just a certain coolness about what they do out there, and that's what they think they bring every single game. So they got to bring that coolness and attitude and swagger to Philly now yeah. and be able to do that in a very hostile environment. Chad Brown and for Harry Delk is joining me, Freddie Coleman and Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. I'm going to ask Chad which team has more to prove in this game on Sunday. Is it San Francisco? Or is it Philadelphia? But Johnny California, he wants to win on this matchup at 888-729-3776. On the Dr. Pepper call in line, jumping Johnny, what you got? Hey, Freddie. Love the show. Man. Love the show. Watch it. Listen to it every single day. Every single day. You guys bring it every single day. Appreciate you. I'm going to go ahead and give my take, and then I'm going to get it off. I'm going to call my shot like Tom Berenger in Major League. I'm calling my shot right now, stepping up to the plate. Niners going to win this game because we got Brock. He's so purdy. We got Christian McCoffey, but not McCaffrey. We got Debo, give me my chain, Samuels. And we got Fred, not Warner Brothers, but Fred Warner, coming up on the defense. So I'm, I'm telling you right now, they're going to win this game. Um, this game for the Niners is a must win. It's like us and Rocky against uh, Clubber Lanes. He beat us the first time, but the second time, we're going to come through. We're going to get this game. We're going to show them who we are. Bang, bang, nine again. I'm done. Look at it this way. He used a haiku, effectively. Well done. He used a past great movie, part of a trilogy, when it comes to Rocky Three, And he shot his shot with the San Francisco 49ers. I can't wait to see exactly if they're going to make Johnny in California look like a prophet. It's going to be a very interesting game. There we go. little survivor in the background, the eye of the tiger involving these two teams. It's going to have that NFC championship feel. But, Chad Brown, you've been in these kind of games. You know exactly what it's like when you believe that you've been disrespected or on the other side when you're the favorite, you don't want somebody to think they can beat you. Which team has more to prove in this game on Sunday? Oh, I think it's the 49ers. It's the 49ers? No doubt about this. 49ers over the Eagles as far as the pressure component in this game. The 49ers, just simply because of last year's championship game. And I know the Eagles aren't the champ, but if you want to be the champ, then you got to beat the champ. And I'm sure the Eagles are like, yeah, come on. Mm -hmm. Come on and bring it, young fella. Come on over here. I got something for you. I'll leave you with a two-piece, one, two. Um, So the 49ers have something to prove here. Because if you're going to say, yeah, man, if it wasn't for our quarterback being banged up, we would have found a way to win the game. Well, your quarterback's healthy. Come out here and show me you can do it. I'm going to say the Eagles. And not just just saying I want to be disagreeable, but here's why. That Eagles football team for the last four weeks, man, you guys keep playing with fire. Man, you guys keep winning these close games. At a certain point, it's going to catch up to you. And, man, it seems like it's going to catch up to you on Sunday. This team is 10-1 and for the second straight year. It is hard, and you know this. It is hard to win 10 games in the NFL season, much less 10 games after 11 games being played. I don't care how you do it. I don't care who you did it against. The NFL is hard, bro. You know yeah. this. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the average Joe and Josephine out there We'll look at what, for example, what Dak Prescott has done against losing teams or that the Eagles have, are playing with fire and think, oh, man, yeah, that he's not as good as those numbers or the Eagles aren't as good as their 10-1 record. TV has diluted the fact that the NFL is hard. It is extremely hard. 
it is not easy to go out there where guys are playing for paychecks, playing for their lives, playing for their their, their money, whatever that is. And you got to overcome that no matter what kind of talent that you have on a team. It, it is hard to blow out teams in the NFL. That's why I think the Eagles have the most to prove because they're like, wait, wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa. Didn't we win this last year? And we were that close to beating the Chiefs? And now you guys are saying that we can't do it again because we've won too many close games being a 10-1 team? If the Eagles have their way, they don't only want to beat the 49ers, they want to beat the blood out of the 49ers. And this way, no one can say, well, the 49ers didn't have their quarterback or you guys are playing with fire. They want to have that attitude to say, we're not going to leave any doubt that the road through this conference comes through us. We don't have to go through you. You have to go through us, and you're not going to be able to do it. That's why I think the Eagles have the more to prove. Yeah, I, I, I respect all that you said, Freddie. I respect it all. But in that mind, you're not saying they got more to prove or more pressure. You're just saying that they are looking to solidify themselves as who they are. I think they know who they are. I think they were in the Super Bowl last year. They're ten and one this year. And to your point, you don't win ten games by accident. You don't you don't luck your way into ten wins. You do that because you are really good. And oh, along the way, we have developed the most unstoppable play mm-hmm. in, the, in the recent history of football. Mm-hmm. So there's just so much going for them. I think they leave them with a lot of confidence. Not questions to be answered, but with just pure confidence versus the 49ers who have been up and down, who have been lacking in confidence, who have been questioned this year. I think the pressure is firmly on the Eagles. I'm sorry, the 49ers for me and not the Eagles. Nick and Maine at 888 one of my old stomping grounds. Nick, who has more to prove on Sunday, the 49ers or the Eagles and why? Uh, uh, Freddie, first off, I, I think after this morning with Harry on the morning show, you guys should be called hot sauce and the humidifier. Just throwing that out there. Um, um, and, and, and let Harry know. Um, but uh, you know what? I, I think it's more the Niners. Um, I, I think after last year, the playoffs, um, I, I do. I think they're going to come in there with an edge and I, I know this has been a little bit of a backstory and, and I haven't been able to you know get in before but you talk about your old stomping grounds up here mm-hmm. and it, I remember the story about uh, the OOB mm-hmm. incident mm-hmm. now I, I've got to know mm-hmm. were you on the pier or were you around the block at a little sports bar around the corner I've been dying to find out it, it wasn't the sports bar. It was the bar directly across from it. Remember that one? They were like kitty corner from each oh, other. Yeah. That one. Yeah. The, 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 yeah, the, buddy. Yeah, exactly. So what, what part of Maine are you live in, Nick? What part of Maine are you from, by the way, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, 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 well, I've lived here my whole life. I uh, I live uh, probably about 10 minutes, uh, 15 minutes outside of Camden. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm right outside of Belfast in Northport. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I work down in that area a lot. Yeah, you're not too far, um, you're not too far from Millinocket, as a matter of fact, right? Well, I, well, I well, I used to be from here, Melnocket. Boy, uh, you're, you're talking probably two and a half hours from okay. where I am oh, now. Right. So, so you're further north then, than Millinocket. I got it. Well, he that means he's really up there in Maine. People don't realize, Chad, how big Maine is. Maine, from when you first entered the state to the tip of the Nova Scotia, is 14 hours. Wow. There are places where moose outnumber people in Maine. I'm not making that up. Places like Turner. <laughs> places like that. So when he said Belfast, I'm like, oh, boy, you really are going further up Maine. 14 hours from tip to tip. That's you know, I'm a Cali man. kid. You know, we, got to, we think of California as a really big state, but mm-hmm. I can you know, make it from Southern California to the Bay Area in about four and a half, five hours. Right. Mm-hmm. 14 hours, that's a stretch, my friend. Believe me, you, you, that, that's not a day trip. That's a journey. 
<laughs> that's an excursion when you go out there. But I love that state. The people up there fantastic. I love having that as part of my history, part of my old stomping grounds, whether it's Old Orchard Beach, the Old Port in Portland, et cetera, et cetera. Keep weighing in. Which team has more to prove this Sunday between the 49ers and Eagles? Chad believes it's the 49ers. I believe it's the Philadelphia Eagles. What about you? Triple eight say ESPN, 888-729-3776. These two teams have a good old-fashioned hate for each other. It should make for a compelling game. But which team has more to prove? It's the 49ers or the Eagles. Chad believes the 49ers. I believe it's the Eagles. What about you? Let us know now to Dr. Pepper call online at 888-729-3776. He's Chad Brown and Freddie Coleman. This is Freddie and Harry, and this is ESPN Radio. Greeny. C.J. Stroud is ridiculous. This is no longer a story about a great rookie. This is a story about an NFL superstar. He has changed the trajectory of a franchise. Weekday mornings at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. This is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. When it came down to the most crucial moments, once again, Jalen Hurts showed he was at his best. Jalen Hurts, to me, has to be in the conversation once again for MVP. He is the MVP front runner. I'm not sure there's anybody out there in the NFL that I'd rather have under center for me than Jalen Hurts. My man Chad Brown's in for Harry Douglas today. Joining me, Freddie Coleman and Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80 presented by Progressive Insurance. He believes the 49ers, when they play the Eagles on Sunday, they have more to prove. When you got beat the way they got beat last year, last season, the NFC Championship game, <laughs> that mission is there for you. I think it's the Eagles. Even though they beat the 49ers like that, they look at the 49ers and say, you still don't respect us, and you believe that if you had your guy, it would have been a different result. What about you? Which team has more to prove on Sunday when they meet each other between the 49ers and Eagles? Can't wait to hear from you on the Dr. Pepper call-in line at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. James in the great state of Tennessee, my friend, where do you land? Hey, sir, how you guys doing? Good, my man. Thank you Fantastic. for asking. Man, you guys were talking about how the Eagles are 7-1 in one-score games, and, you know, that builds, you know, builds character for teams, but – I remember last year Minnesota was 11 and 0 in one score games. Got to playoffs, and the lowly Giants knocked them out. I think they're playing with fire, and eventually fire gonna get burnt. You keep playing down to your competition and barely squeezing by some of these teams. It's a fair comparison, but I have a lot more faith in the Eagles in 2023 than I ever had at one moment with the Minnesota Vikings in 2022. It looks different, Chad. The way the Eagles are winning these close games, one score games, going on the road in Kansas City, coming back to beat the Buffalo Bills. It looks a lot different than a Vikings team that I just never had any faith, and they justified my faith when they lost to the Giants in the first round of the playoffs. The Vikings run felt improbable, and like it was not going to be a long-term path to success versus the Eagles. It feels like this is just a confident football team who knows they can execute in the moment. Um, So, yeah, it feels very different, and I don't think it's a very apt comparison. Vincent, Illinois, which team has more to prove this Sunday between the 49ers and Eagles and why? 49ers because they're highly motivated. They got disrespected last year in that playoff game. And I'm tired of seeing Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni, no one saw this coming, by the way, with Nick Sirianni. The way that he's not able to just motivate people. But he's really good as a talent evaluator when it comes to picking coaches and how to coach up players. That was the one thing that no one even anticipated, Chad, that he would have the ability to do that he's been able to do in a short amount of time. He's made the Eagles look like this as a contender that could be a constant contender in the NFC and in the NFL. When your program is rolling as a coach, 
your ability to, you know, find talent, insert them, and keep the program going is tremendous. When you lose coordinators, that's a difficult thing to, to overcome mm-hmm. as, as a head coach because uh, those guys, they, they're the, they are the leaders for the offensive staff and the leaders for the defensive staff. When you lose those kind of guys, sometimes it can be a learning curve to get those guys up to speed. So for him to keep the program rolling to be the, you know, the team that seems to be the team to beat across the league now two years in a row, tip of the cap to him. Because there are certain parts of you know, Suriani's personality that are a little brash, a little uh, yeah. a little difficult to take sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't diss the coaching acumen and the program building that he's been able to do there in Philadelphia. Justin in California, thanks for calling Freddie Coleman and Chad Brown and Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio at 888-729-3776. 49ers, Eagles, Sunday in Philadelphia. Justin, who has the most to prove and why? 49ers do uh, just because just full disclaimer I'm a Cowboys fan. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to if you want to keep it even, this is the way it goes. We the Dallas Cowboys bully uh, bully bad teams. Well, if you look at San Francisco's wins, they're bullying bad teams too. They haven't really beat anybody notable, and the Eagles have. The Eagles have. The Eagles have beaten what the Dolphins, the Bills. Uh, you know. They've, they've gone toe-to-toe with good teams. And, you know, as a Cowboys fan, I, I feel fear the Eagles way more than San Francisco, even though that San Francisco has our number lately. I just feel like Eagles are just a lot grittier. And that's, you know, that's the way it's going down. Yeah, you look at the 49ers wins. Steelers, Rams, Giants, Cardinals, Cowboys, Jaguars, Buccaneers, Seahawks. He's not wrong. He's not wrong at all. <laughs> He's not wrong. not wrong. They don't get that kind of – that, like the Cowboys get because they don't have a star on the side of their helmet. <laughs> we know how that goes. I wish we could see Chad just shaking his head from side to side <laughs> because he knows I'm not lying as far as that goes. It is definitely no lie that we're always ready to put more money in your pocket and we get a little of assistance to make sure that's going to happen. That's next on Freddie and Harry with Freddie Coleman and Chad Brown on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.